hello welcome on into our first live through discord podcast thing i don't know what this is uh dis- <laughs> we are on the stage thank you you, you know I- the branding <laughs> we're crying out loud they trust you with their new product and you're like we're on the thing that's called the discord I know. I we we I have chat open. I can see chat. I can see you too. If 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 our listeners don't know, Discord reached out. They want to try to, you know, make these stages like a thing. Um so we're partnering with them today as we have three partnered stages with them today as number 1 and then uh we're probably going to do this around GoFest and maybe have like recaps after GoFest. Figured because by the time we record our normal show on Sunday, uh, no one will probably care about E3 anymore. <laughs> yep. I so, mean, I barely care about it now. So I was just going to say the same thing. <laughs> We've already passed that time for me. We're going to be talking, spending the next hour together talking about the Nintendo Direct. Um, and the elephant in the room was there was no Pokemon news at this Nintendo Direct. Uh, so I think... The, the- the elephant is in the room is why are we doing this? There was no Pokemon news. <laughs> Look, we had a blood contract with Discord, <laughs> obligated to do tonight's show, regardless of Pokemon or no Pokemon news. Uh, um, so we'll come back to the the Pokemon, the lack of Pokemon news later. Uh, but we? yeah, sure. I don't know. We got an okay. hour to waste. Uh, so we have uh, we had a forty minute direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I overall enjoyed it. Uh, I would like to talk about any certain games that stood out to you guys, but what do you guys think? I mean, I watched it with Twitch chat this morning. I mean, I watched it with you and Twitch chat this morning. Uh, so Nintendo's E3, I'm calling this the list of games I theor- theoretically like, but I know I won't play. I like this list. I feel like I also have a long list of, wow, <laughs> all these games look cool. I will probably never play them. I will never play them. Like... I was super excited when Advance Wars 1 and 2 was shown because I didn't expect it. And I was like, hey, I have happy emotions about that game. I couldn't tell you a single thing about it anymore. I don't know what the storyline was. I don't know what I did in the game. I know I had things that I shot at other people. and I went places. I was like, I'm excited. Then I thought about it. I'm like, I, I don't know that I would play this game. I don't remember playing the game the first time. I, I never had it. What what system was it for? It was, it was the Game Boy Advance. Game Boy Advance, yeah. The GBA. I oh, have never so, had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much nostalgia and memories for Advance Wars. Like it was one of the games where my friends and I actually had you remember the Game Boy Advance? They had the link cable, but in the center yeah. they had um that like square which you could plug in another link cable, and then from that link cable there was a square where you could plug in another yeah, link yeah. cable. That was yeah. the only time in Game Boy Advance history I might have been maybe the only person in the world that plugged in four of the three of these link cables because like <laughs> I mean probably. Because, like, one, who owned these link cables? Uh, like, usually if you had a group of friends, one person was, like, the link cable holder. Um, yeah. Or, like, the other situation was you had, like, siblings. Um, so I remember bringing and linking these link cables and playing Advance Wars for GBAs at, like, a lunch table in <laughs> mi- middle school, high school. Well, here, I mean, okay. The GBA link cable is when I was post-college and we would have people over in my house. So it just was in my house. But generally, we just played GBAs through the GameCube, like that Pac-Man game that was so awesome. And that Pac-Man game was really cool. There was a Zelda Four Swords something. I don't remember. We did that a couple of times. You carried things around. I don't remember. You shot chickens. Maybe. Fanny pack's probably real big back in the GBA day, right? Load in your link cable and your. <laughs> there GBA. has been never a moment in my life as a gay man <laughs> that I have worn a fanny pack that wasn't part of a Halloween costume, and I stand by I... that choice, and I still stay by that choice. Haven't even gone that far. <laughs> <laughs> I think fanny packs are cool. I feel like you guys are missing you out. Are they are. Wrong. You are. You are not correct. <laughs> they are. They were bad at the time. They were bad in the eighties. They were. They we when they came out in the eighties when they were new, everybody made fun of them. 
They still yep. make fun of them. You know what's even worse? Do you remember uh, when we were at Gen Con and Jack mm-hmm. wore a fanny oh. pack like over his shoulder? Because that's what people oh, in that, California do. That's the yeah. cool way to wear a fanny That's how you get both the ladies and the men with the over-the-shoulder fanny pack. You get every, like... No. Oh, maybe this is why I don't no. wear a fanny pack. No. Will said they didn't know what Advance Wars was. It is a... It's like Final Fantasy Tactics or like um, Fire, Fire Emblem. Emblem. Uh, you have you have like your little army uh, where you you have your soldiers and you have your helicopters and you have your tanks and you have your artillery and you move them by squares. And then when your turn is over, they move their squares. And then there's like this cute animation when they, they fight each other. And the really cool thing that made Advance, Advance Wars stand out is the cap. I can't remember what they're called. Captains or leaders. Um they all had really unique abilities. Yeah, I remember that. And sort of. you could you could be dominating a match and then like I think the one dude's name is like Eagle and he has like better airplane support or something and then he would just like flip on this ability and just destroy you instantly. Um so you kind of had to play around not only it made the game replayable and it gave you reasons to yeah, change your normal strategy based on the leader's abilities of what not only you had, but what they had. Yeah. Still not interested. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I will probably pick it up. I don't know. I do like tactics types and I was excited to see it, but I really, it depends on when it's coming out and what other things are out. I felt this also this way when they showed fatal, fatal frame, because also in theory, I really like the fatal frame games. I've never finished one. Uh, I always, get, oh, we always get to a certain point, and we're like, "This is too scary," and then we stop playing, and then we never go back. I feel mm. like that's going to be my Fatal Frame Maiden of Blackwater experience this time because I will probably <laughs> buy it, and then I'll yeah. be like, "Nope, this is too scary," and I won't Wait, play the it anymore. Ghost one with the camera? Yeah. Oh heck no! Pokemon, no, not this house. Po- Pokemon nope, nope, better nope. snap. Pokemon no. Ghost Deal Snap. Yeah, Pokemon Snap with just more death and ghost. Yeah. Yeah. And they, yeah, yeah. they try to kill you. I, I will say one of our favorite gaming moments, because we used to play it with all my friends over. And in, in the first Fatal Frame, we were running from this ghost, and somehow we shut the door, and it didn't follow us. We are like... It went back. <laughs> we went and opened the door, and it was right there, and literally the entire room screamed so loud that our neighbors came over to see what happened. I just like, don't just want that experience TV. anymore. Yeah. Yeah, correct. I mean, I'll watch I'll maybe watch a Twitch streamer play it. Yeah, I think that's more fun. Well, I mean like, we all know scary. who Greg married. That he, yeah. he's invited that into his home. <laughs> okay. I married a spooky boy and I have spooky things in my house. But even he was afraid of <laughs> fatal of fatally framed. Will, uh, was there a game that stood out for you? Uh, not really, because overall, I was just like, I, I feel like Nintendo has fallen into this same problem that Hollywood has, where it's they're so afraid to try to create new intellectual property that just like every single thing they do has to be a remake or tie deeply into some existing property and i was just i was hoping to see something new and creative and there was just nothing new and creative i did feel like there was nothing really new like you mean taking three nintendo 64 mario party games and only bringing over five stages and then bringing back 100 mini games and then selling it for 60 dollars? that wasn't new there you go no no, that was not that was not my that wasn't the uh, innovation you were looking that wasn't the innovation i was hoping for i will say though if you buy it because i know you have to i'll come over and play it i wonder if it will I wonder now that they've already established up front that this game has online versus... I remember when they announced Super Mario Party, which was the first Mario Party for the Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch, which is the names are getting confusing now because this is Mario Party Superstars, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I remember all of Twitch chat and even in our Slack and our Discord, people were just like... There's no online. I can't. I don't. I don't have. I don't have IRL friends. Most. <laughs> well, look, we're on Discord right now. Most of y'all don't have IRL friends. I get it. That's why you're on Discord. Um, I mean, 
I'm sure they have one, just not enough to play a, a virtual board game. Yeah. So, like, I, and I felt the same way, right? Like, the only time I ever did have a chance to play Mario Party was when people came over. Or, like, yeah. it was like, ah, oh, it's Thanksgiving and football is on, but I don't want to watch football. So, like, mm, can, we, can we convince people to get Mario Party? So, I wonder if this one will, like, sell slash do better because they put that online up front. And I feel like people that were, like, I'm never, because I feel like I'm in this boat. I'm speaking for myself here. Uh, where, like, I'm never buying another Mario Party because they're all mediocre and they're not good enough, and they're always disappointing, and this is wrong, and this is wrong, and they ruined this. But now that they're like, well, it's online, and then if you were like, oh, I'm going to get Mario Party, and it's like, well, I guess I'll get Mario Party because I want to play with you. So I feel like yeah. that now that that online thing exists, even though we mm-hmm. all know that Mario Party games have been pretty mediocre, it like mm-hmm. will push us to get it because we at least have a reason to play with somebody else. Uh, well, uh, is it a full Mario Party, or is it just mini games from Mario? No, no, no. It, I mean, it's it's it, it's five stages, right? Five classic stages. I mean, I know nothing stages. about Mario Party. I have literally never played Mario Party in oh. my life. So it's it a is... virtual board game with mini games in it. You've never it's... played Mario Party? No. And never wore a fanny pack? Oh boy. Correct. Look. <laughs> So they, the Will they has are... made the best choices in life. I have made I, the second I, best choices in life. I am a coastal elite, and I think Valid. it's well documented in the annals of this yeah. podcast that I lived my 20s a little rough and wild. Mm-hmm. I was not playing video games. <laughs> so Meanwhile, I was, I was well married sitting at home playing Mario Party. Super exactly. Mario, Super Mario Party had four boards, and then it had, I think, 80 mini games. Um, and they were all new, and I, I, I would say that my personal opinion on Super Mario Party was the boards were too small, and it was, like, an okay attempt from what they've deviated from, because they've done that, like, everyone's in the same car. They did that, like, twice. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I think a lot of people do have nostalgia for the and Nintendo 64 ones, mm-hmm. and I would probably agree with those people, because I do think those Nintendo 64 ones are some of the strongest Mario Parties. Because they did feel so fresh and so new at the time. Yeah. So what they're doing with the new one is they're taking five boards, and they've only shown three of the five, from the three Nintendo 64 ones. And then they're saying they have 100 minigames throughout the entire series, which still seems like low, like not enough minigames. But if it's 100 Mm -hmm. of the best ones, then at least you're not going like, ugh, it's this one. I just feel like the number of boards is really low. Like, five doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, we went to the wiki, and there was a Mario Party that had eight. That was the most. But it seemed like, on average, they had mostly six. Um, but yes, the the most a single one had was eight. But when they first showed this uh, Mario Party Superstars, I think it's called, yep. um, it looked like a DLC. It was like, oh, cool, because you just, like, Nintendo just said, we're adding online to Super Mario Party, like, a month ago, and everyone was like, oh, well, you you missed the pandemic by 13 months, but hey, at least you got there. (laughs) Uh, So it looked like DLC, and it was like, oh, cool, extra boards, extra minigames, I already own this, what is this going to be, 20, 30 bucks? And then they were like, no, because we're Nintendo, we can charge $60, and that's Mario Tech. It's, like, frustrating. Because is it? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it would be m- l- more frustrating if this was out of character. But they made us pay sixty dollars for Pokemon Snap. Well, what if this turns out to be another Pokemon Snap, and it's Could actually be. much better than you guys are thinking it's going to be? Yeah, that's true. It could be. I mean, like they showed, they showed like two pretty good boards. They yeah. showed the the Princess Peach, which is probably one of the most memorable ones from the first one. And they're they're keeping it where the star's always in the same space. Um, which was nice. like a big thing of Mario Party One. And then Mario Party Two, when the star starts moving around, they showed literally the best Mario Party Two stage, which was the um space station stage. Mm-hmm. Not and and hopefully the cowboy stage is in there because the cowboy stage is is very good as well. Um because you can take the train and the train can run you over. <laughs> that's the that's the key to a good Mario Party board, things can run you over. Because that happens also, I believe, in the space station. Things can attempt to run you yes, over. Yes, yeah, because they, the, the <laughs> they have like the shy guy patrol. 
Um, I don't know if you guys were big Metroid fans, but like when I saw that Metroid, I was like, wow, this looks really cool. And I couldn't help but think like, I feel like I just won't have time to play it when it comes out. I, I actually really liked the way that that looked. I like the way, it, you it know, looked. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not a Metroid player, but the concept that it's less of a platform and shooter and more of a each of these different robots that you're going to be pitted against has a different thing you have to like puzzle you have to solve in order to get past it that that is like kind of reminds me of the old platforms that i used to play in the 80s yeah i'm not a huge i liked the beginning of it and then when it looked really platformy because i i hate platformers i just i can't with platformers oh yeah but samus doesn't have that many problems doing the platforms yeah it's not like a mario where it's like you gotta hit the jump at the exact right spot right samus is gonna get you there yeah i mean she's (laughs) a professional whereas mario's just a plumber thrown into an adventure that's way over his head for a princess who doesn't even know him so sketch i i Again, I'm not a huge Metroid fan. Like again, I I like this game in theory. I doubt I will buy it, and I doubt I will play it. I will happily watch somebody play it. Most likely, that will be my entrance to Metroid Dread. My experience with Metroid is as a as a uh, angsty teenager. I played through Metroid Fusion from start to finish. I tried to 100% it, but I only got to like 88%, and then I eventually moved on to different games, and then I played Super Metroid probably like a dozen times, but I only played like the first hour or two of it. It was always like starting over or renting it or going to a friend's and playing the beginning and then going back to the friend's and playing the beginning again. So like that's my experience with Metroid. I played Prime. Didn't really like Prime that much. I get that people love Prime. I I totally see why people like it. Uh, I liked the... I loved Fusion, though. Um, but you know what? I, I, for whatever reason, there's like certain games I actually enjoy people watch, enjoy watching people play. One is Super Mario Maker and watching people do mm-hmm. like the super hard Kaizo levels because yeah. I'm bad at Mario and I just think it's impressive when they do it. And it's like not that big of a deal when they fail because like you can just see them get better every single time. Yeah. And when I was at my friend Aaron's house last year, we found multiple Super Metroid speedrunners. And it was just very great to watch. I was like, I have no desire to play this game myself. I think Metroid's cool. I'm bad at Metroid. But watching people speedrun and get through Metroid as fast as possible is is exhilarating. Like it is so I, I'm excited for this game, not because I plan on buying it or playing it. I'm excited to find somebody be being able to beat this game mm-hmm. in like forty five minutes and then watching that go through and then watching how they <laughs> shave like Five minutes off their clock like yeah. that is really exciting to me i just don't understand why they're wasting time on this stuff and not giving us the port of earthworm gym that we've been looking for and begging for for like a decade now well even as a kid i didn't like earthworm gym <laughs> no. because it's not a kid's game it's not a kid's game it's not for you child steve earthworm gym is real good yeah it's <laughs> I mean, uh, it's what no was, risk what there. The, what's the one that everybody wants? Earthbound? Uh, mother for. Oh, mother. Mother, yeah. Why? <laughs> it, that, that is that is the thing that will never come that everybody wants. And they're just, when Nintendo's about to go out of business, when the heat death of the universe comes, they'll put up a direct, guess what's finally being ported? <laughs> uh, I've never even played that game what, what is just like you, you walk around as a kid and beat up yeah. aliens or something yeah, yeah you have like a baseball bat and a yo-yo yeah. and some bubble gum you know like the yeah. standard kid you know so wait so the original was paperboy is what you're telling me <laughs> yeah, this is yes. just a, like a uh, yeah. sequel to paperboy it's a sequel to paperboy absolutely sequel to paperboy um were we shocked at monkey ball yeah, I think so. I was uh, like, uh, I have this weird nostalgia for Monkey Ball, but I'm not a huge too. Monkey Ball player. <laughs> nope. I, again, this I is another have... game. I'm like, oh, Monkey Ball. The monkeys are in the balls. That's so cute. I hate playing this game. Yeah, I'm very bad I at have it. nostalgia for Monkey Ball, but only for the iPhone, because it was one mm. of the first games on the iPhone that used the motion controls and 
man, I took many a break from work to sit and try to do monkey ball levels. <laughs> I don't Get all remember. the bananas. I don't remember this monkey ball iPhone. I, the only thing I remember from early iPhone day is when you like download the app that had like the beer and then you could like show people you were like drinking the iPhone beer. And then everyone was oh, like, like back then no. everyone thought that was like the coolest thing in the entire world. <laughs> it's, like, Did you play the, Rolando? Who <laughs> thought drinking a virtual beer was cool? <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> this is how I know that you've had to trade up your friends because whoever was with you was like, yeah, drink that fake beer. That's so cool. There was like a Does lighter not app too. to be in your life anymore. Oh, that was you also could... dumb. And then if you like rotated the phone left and right, the flame would. This is early though. This is the this revolutionary is the, I mean, these stuff. Were early apps. I will mm-hmm. admit that. But anybody who thought that was cool needed to reassess what they we, thought about technology. Look, back then you were spending, you know, $700 on a phone. You were that you had to show something <laughs> off. Yeah. You were like, yeah, check out the sweet lighter. Ball. Super yeah, Monkey Ball. 2008. I do remember Super Monkey Ball on the phone. And again, I was bad at it there too. But what what about Rolando? Did you guys play I re- Rolando? I Rolando remember too? I remember Rolando. It was Oh, Greg, we like I have this... it on my iPad. Remind me to show you. I've got it the HD version on my iPad. It is so good. You Isn't you're it? just like this little yellow blob and you like oh, roll them around. Oh, you are multiple blobs yeah, 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 and yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to roll around the map. Yeah, but this fits your ideal game. Spheres rolling around. Rolling, cuteness. You- and collecting things. You are correct. Yep. This it is has your, the three factors the... for a perfect Will Anderson game. <laughs> this is the Will Anderson 100. Top star. Um, Are we done with just dance games yet? Never. No, they, they sell incredibly well. <laughs> I mean, can we be done? Next dance. How am I going to make my game. TikTok videos if I don't learn the dances in Just Dance 2022 first? Oh, I mean, good call. You have never invited me over for a Just Dance 2022 TikTok film session once, and you've lived here for almost two years. I Just... do my TikTok solo. I'm not splitting those profits. What profits? I'm not even asking for profits. I'm doing it for exposure. Expose yourself. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Just Dance is the the now what I call music of the video yeah. game world. Like it's it no. will never go away. Which is uh, which is fine. as long as they keep making dance music, they will keep making Just Dance games. Yeah. Although you can pay for a subscription on the Switch to download like new songs and dances. You do like do an annual subscription. Can we get a Just Dance Legends where they go back to like the 18th century ballroom dances? Mm. Super Just Dance. They take the five best songs of the 90s. <laughs> 90s. And um, uh, put you on the five best mini games that you have to do. Uh, how did you guys feel about war- warrior wa- WarioWare? I don't know why Wario I struggle. I don't know why Wario. I struggle to say Wario. War. It's it. I. It's like the people who say Mario funny. They say Mario. Mario. Uh, I. I, uh, I just can't say War Wario right. I'm just very bad at it. Um, hey, you just say it's Mario and then you just flip just the like M the upside down. Wario. Is that better? Wario. It's me, Wario. I'm gonna win. Uh, see, uh, that was pretty good. Uh, I. Well, Greg is like, a professional actor. I am. Uh, 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 now available for parties. Uh, I think <laughs> I liked WarioWare when mini games were new and fun. And now that we're like 15 years into minigame land, uh, no. Yeah. It has to First off, they're really... micro games. They're not mini games, Greg. True. Micro games. Just shoot me now. There was, there was, okay, so when the Wii came out, not the Wii U, the Wii, there was yes. a, uh, wa- Wario, is that Wario. Wa- Wario, there was a Wario, wa- there was, I think it was, I can't remember what it was called, um, but that was, uh, that was a good yes. transition from Wii Sports, which, like, everyone wanted to play, like, mm-hmm. Wii Sports was, you could get mom, grandma, your coworkers. Uh, your neighbor's cousin. You could get anyone to play Wii Sports. Easy. Yeah. 
And Absolutely. Wario Wear was like a good move over, but it was a little too like zany. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was still a, like a close uh Chad is saying it was called smooth moves. It was a oh, close right. transition to it, and I believe there was one for the Wii U. And mm-hmm. I got it because I was like, my wife and I are gonna love this. And she did like it, but like that enjoyment lasted about exactly three hours, and we never played that game again after Wario we bought it. WarioWare offers micro games and micro enjoyment. It's fun for <laughs> about a minute. And then you're like, well, that was 60 bucks. Let's go do something else. Dang, I have a bunch of Wario games on my 3DS virtual console. I that will that never too, get played. No, I, feel like get it's, played. I feel like it's one of those games where y- you can do it with a group of friends and mm-hmm. then you can do it with a different group of friends, but mm-hmm. it's probably not good enough for that original group of friends, which that goes back to the problem of you needing to have friends. Yes. I mean, valid. I, we used to play it a bunch, but it, it, it does, like, once you sort of run through it, the amount of times that everybody's like, yeah, this is fun, and it's not. I got the nose-picking minigame again. Yeah, I, I well, got it. But, and then the, it gets that, that's the core right there. <laughs> Once again, it's gross body humor, yeah. which I have zero interest in gross body humor. Yeah, what about fanny pack gets... humor? No. You, stop. <laughs> Why? Why do we do this with you? <laughs> the theme of this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it just wears off real quick, and then people are like, yeah, it's like, you bring it up again, like, we had fun that one time, it's like, that was a one-time fun. That will never be replicated. We're done. Not worth $50. No. Yeah, Wii Sports can always replicate that, though. Man, Wii Sports was... Yeah. Was, uh, you, was you, you can winner. always bowl. You can always play tennis. <laughs> you can, you can always, always bowl. pretend that you... You, can, you always pretend that you hit your friend on accident. Will, tell me about Monster Hunter Stories 2. If there's any game that was shown off frequently the last five days, it felt like it was Monster Hunter Stories 2. They were like, hey, we'll get on any stage. Capcom, Nintendo, Summer Games. Hey, Microsoft, you, we know we're not coming out on the Xbox, but can we show Monster Hunter Stories 2 off? Like, this game was <laughs> everywhere. Well, I did like the, the baby Gamos that hatched from an egg. That was really cute. Um, I don't know, it just, they didn't really say too much new about the game, although they did make it clear that there will be multiplayer co-op and multiplayer competitive, which I don't think they've mentioned before. So that'll be interesting. Did you watch the, um, the treehouse where they played it for like 40 some minutes? No, nah, I got a job. Yeah, okay. I got work to do. <laughs> <laughs> I think at least, at least with my Twitch community, it seemed like uh, that that forty minute demo that they did, um, which was like twenty five minutes of talking, fifteen minutes of gameplay. I think that really helped sell a lot of people on what that game is. Uh, and again, like so Monster the Hunter, nice, the nice thing about Monster Hunter Stories is their demos are just the start of the game, and then if you do get the actual game you don't have to start over from the beginning again. You you can just port your demo play over and then you continue the story from that point. But the nice thing about Monster Hunter stories, I think, is like there are people who avoid actual Monster Hunter because of that complexity limit that you reach at a certain point in the game where you really do like have to research armor sets and talismans and skills and you know all the combinations of things you have to put together to be like a really successful hunter and monster hunter stories not only super simplifies that while still keeping the core concept of i've got to collect things to build things you need the parts um, yeah but it also super simplifies the battle system i mean it's a simpler battle system than Pokemon's battle system. 
but you still get to live in that monster hunter world so yeah. i it's it's like a, a good entry point into the monster hunter universe well when they showed the demo it looked like there was a little bit of added complexity compared to the first one although with the first one i will admit that i didn't make it to the end so i don't know how much that battle system changed over time uh mm. but i think that like or and I'm going to speak for like my audience that watched watches me primarily play Pokemon. And then when we transitioned into Monster Hunter, um, like it like it is such an action based game that sometimes it's kind of hard to follow or understand. But then when you when you're in the town and you have these moments of like cats cooking you food or dogs following you around or llamas you can pet or like, look at that cat drive that submarine. Like there's so many cute and delightful things in Monster Hunter and the older Monster Hunters where you can like pet and carry around a pig. Like there's so much of that charm that I feel like Pokemon fans or just the majority of like fans of fans who like video games, but also like weird quirky stuff would enjoy. But then the actual gameplay part of Monster Hunter like is a turnoff because it looks so intimidating and so daunting and stories kind of the first stories I had like the potential to, do that crossover and i just think it kind of fell flat like they laid oh uh, it came out at the wrong time on the 3ds that's yeah absolutely, it, it just it came out end of life of the 3ds and nobody wanted to look at it yeah i think if it came out earlier and if it didn't come out so close to um i think it came out pretty close to like sun and moon or ultra i don't know which one but like i think they had to, i think they had to do that game though to like figure out what worked and what didn't work for this game because this game looks miles better than that first one mm. uh in like every way and when they showed the character walk out of the the town and like kind of explore the world and she was talking about how random dens appear and how when you go into those dens you get a random fight and it was a good way to get rare loot and she showed the combat and she showed how you could change the teams and get eggs like it is probably the closest thing to a pokemon game that just isn't trying to be a pokemon game right like yes, obviously there's plenty of rpgs out there but if you're like well i really like pokemon and i really like cute things and i really like monsters like i feel like this is finally a good game to transition and i think the switch is just positioned in a really good place compared to the 3ds um because one everyone has the switch and then when you look at games like sword and shield and Animal Crossing, games that sold really well, or I should say Pokemon, not Sword and Shield, Pokemon, Animal Crossing, these games sold really well on the 3DS, but they sold exceptionally well on the Switch. I I see that being the same for Metroid and for Monster Hunter Stories, because people are looking for newer experiences that they might have missed out on because of the 3DS. No, no, I think definitely. Um, it's hopefully doesn't require that you know too much of the previous story or they fill you in more on what happened in the past. Because I, I can still see people being unhappy about that, especially since they really can't go back to the 3DS version at this point. Oh, of like original Monster Hunter? No, Monster Hunter Stories 1. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's say I really, really love Monster Hunter Stories 2, and like, I want to find out the backstory of Wrath of the Rathalos. I say, look on my Switch online store, and it's like, oh, no Monster Hunter Stories 1, no 3DS Virtual Console. I don't own a 3DS, or mine died. It broke down. I don't want to get one off eBay. Now I'm just kind of stuck. <laughs> well during during the um gameplay demo she she just pretty much told everyone what happened in the in the first game she was and she summed it up in like two sentences <laughs> dang i was like oh okay well i uh, i guess that makes sense and that lays the foundation and we're we're gonna go forward i i'm ex i'm excited for stories though and i i would be curious if i can't help but think and it's because we we do a pokemon show every week i can't help but think that like it's you have a main series game like Monster Hunter and then you use other games like stories to then push people into that main series game or to use it as a setting stone. And with 
Diamond and Pearl remakes coming and with Arceus Legends coming, I can't help but that that's like what they're trying to do there. Of using either one of those games, it doesn't matter, to push somebody towards the other game. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. But Monster Hunter Stories is is really like training wheels Monster Hunter. So once you get into that universe and understand Monster Hunter from a turn-based perspective, you can get prepared to move on to the, okay, now I'm going to do the real-time battle version of Monster Hunter, which is 90% learning combos <laughs> and, and timing your combos. Or if you're bad like me, just spamming the roll button over and over to make sure you don't get hit. Oh, look. A strong offense requires a strong defense. Are you guys interested in this Mario Golf Super Rush? I had to look up the official name of it. Oh, no. I mean, it doesn't look like they're playing golf properly. They look like a bunch of hooligans loose they're, on a golf you, course. You know, they have Oh, they bad... look like me when I was in high school and I used to play golf. <laughs> they have they... bad outfits. That's like 90% of golf. Have you ever played uh. golf? I've been As, to, you know, I I hit it between the windmill and the the, the thing of spinning. That is, that is that's that's golf, golf, sir. As a person that has a trophy for golfing, yes, these are the dark parts of my life. I am a I am frankly offended at their lack of decorum on the golf course. Okay, real talk, golf isn't that <laughs> exciting to play in real life, and I'm not that excited to play it virtually. This is, you know, you guys you guys both started off saying that there was, like, nothing innovative, innovative, uh, this yeah. direct, although I will say I really like this direct, uh, but with, with uh, the Nintendo 64 versions of Mario Party and Metroid and Advance Wars and uh wario where and, and that mario golf it, it seemed like a very nostalgic mm -hmm. nintendo direct because the same memories and feelings i had playing mario party 1 and mario party 2 and mario party 3 with my parents and my siblings uh because i was you know like 11 or 12 years old when those games came out i had those same feelings with like mario golf like, if we weren't playing Mario Party and we weren't playing Mario Kart, we were playing Mario Golf. Um, and I loved Mario Golf as a kid. And there, was, there hasn't been a Mario Golf since then. And I know there was, like, the GameCube one and there was the 3DS one and there was probably another one I'm forgetting about. But none of those scratched the itch that the original one did. And watching that trailer, I was actually, like, very, very hyped until they showed that like it had boss battles and they were like mm -hmm. you got to hit this golf ball into Moltres and when you knock out Moltres <laughs> you win you yeah. win the orb and I'm like I this like I know you're showing more of the game but this is actually like kind of off putting I don't think I want to do this I think I just want to golf with three yeah. other people and like yeah like like I don't mind the slower experience it's funny cuz when when I play Mario Party I feel like everyone is taking too long Mm -hmm. But when I'm playing Mario Golf, I feel like that, and that's like I that's like real life golf, right? <laughs> like you go, you like everyone uh, plays really slow. You maybe crack open a natty light when you're out there on the field. What um, is it with ooh, you and dang! Light? You know, it's a classy beer. Uh, is it? it? Some would say it's like the beer of Milwaukee. Please or maybe they would say it would be Milwaukee's best. Please, please tell here. me the number of times you've had a natty light and finished it. <laughs> that's for another podcast greg <laughs> i i'm i'm worried that like mario golf will have the same life expectancy that mario tennis had i remember mm -hmm. so many people like losing their mind over mario tennis and i was the same i was the same way i was like oh man this game's gonna be awesome so many people are gonna be streaming this on twitch there's gonna be all these tournaments people are gonna get really competitive at it and then after like two weeks, literally no one wanted to play Mario Tennis anymore. And mm -hmm. that's not to say that, that that alone would ruin your enjoyment of a game. I'm sure there's plenty of people who play Mario Tennis to this day. Uh, mm -hmm. But sometimes 
in this like digital age social world, I feel like you buy a game because everyone else is buying a game, and then like a week later, literally no one is playing it, and you're like, oh, well, I guess I'll move on too. <laughs> and that, I'm a little worried about that with Mario Golf. Quit following the crowd. Yeah, but uh, like like I said earlier, like a lot of these games are games that look awesome and cool, but like I don't know if I'll have time to fit it in. Yeah. Now, a lot of these games are actually frat house games. Yeah. Where you know you've got like a bunch of frat bros who like their Thursday tradition is, oh, yeah, we're going to sit down and play Mario Golf and get drunk and see who can be the golfiest. So, yeah, like real life golf? Golf <laughs> it up. No, I, Mario Golf was good. I like Mario Golf. I don't remember ever playing Mario Golf. In general, I don't like golfing games on the video game world. Like, I'm just, <laughs> just, just curious I've where you played, were going with that sentence. <laughs> I've played the real game. I have to play the real game once a year from with my father for Father's Day, and that is enough golf for me. Ooh, that's coming up. I know. This is what I think about Mario Golf. I think Mario Party is the game that convinces everyone to get Mario Party. Yep. Because of the online. Mario Golf is, oh, Greg picked up Mario Golf. We'll just go to Greg's house and play it. That's that's it's is, like the op- is, that's a, the yeah. opposite. It's like what this it's is like why board you games. You need to move here cuz you will buy it cuz you do that and then yeah. we'll come over and play it and right. have some and have some natty lights. <laughs> And I don't know. Golf. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll get Mario Golf. I'm not sure. You are going to get Mario Golf. I know you are because you're going to you're going to get into the Target and your little child brains can like, oh, I can now buy my own Mario Golf and I don't have to ask my parents. And you're going to run and pick it up and then it's going to sit in your house and then you're gonna be like, hey, do y'all want to come over and play golf or be like, um, no, this, this is, is this is what's going to happen, Greg, because he's setting up the new podcast studio in his oh, house. Right, 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 right. right, right and then yeah. we'll have to come over to record the podcast. And then when we finish the podcast, he's going to be like, well, well you're here. you guys are here. Here, let's fire up the golfs. <laughs> let's golf it up. I, I brought some daddy I lights. Think, and, I think uh, a night with, look, this is what we're going to I I'll get Mario Golf. You guys don't have to get it. You got you got you come over. Oh, trust. We all I will have not be to though. It. In order in order for this to work though, we all have to wear proper golf attire and we sit on the couch and we have a good night. You know, Do you slam. know how much golf shoes cost? I'm just talking about need, like this. You don't need to wear yeah, golf shoes. No shoes in the house, Will. What 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 do you what do we think? You you don't wear shoes okay. in the house. You get the the proper fancy plaid golf pants. attire is basically this golf shoes. Yeah. Then you wear whatever else. I mean, it would actually give me a reason to wear my Grookey jersey, so. You don't I wear will a crochet golfing? for each of you your own Tam O'Shanter. Look, I'm not wearing the plaid pants and the half sweater and the short sleeve button up shirt and the stupid hat to keep the sun out of my face when there's no sun in your house. I'll, I'll set up like a studio light. I'll point it at us. And then maybe okay. we'll have like a fan. We'll put like a big we'll old a fan. fan, you know, to to compensate for wind, so it really feels like we're outside. Can we have Irene just bring a cooler down and sell us overpriced beer and uh and candy? Like it happens I, in I, real I golf like course. that. I like that. I could get the ash, like the fake grass, and I could lay yeah, it where the carpet go. would be. That would be that would. You be were going to yeah. say asphalt for fake grass. <laughs> <laughs> So no, what we need to do Astro is you need turf. to get one of those. You need to get one of those blow up outdoor TV screens, like for movies, and then we'll just go out in the backyard and you know and and swing the clubs. I think they have a different name. They have a nickname. I don't care. I I, I believe it's 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 Zelda's anniversary. I don't know how old she is. I think it's thirty five, maybe thirty. Not sure. Because uh, I don't know they had gotten married. I'm I'm not the biggest Zelda fan. I have played almost every single Zelda. I skipped Skyward Sword. I've skipped uh the one with the tr- Well, now train. you'll get your chance to play yeah. it again. No, <laughs> I I don't think I don't think Skyward Sword's convincing me. I skipped the one with the train. I skipped the one with the Minish Cap. I skipped Skyward Sword. I've played every single Zelda from start to finish. I've enjoyed them. I'm not Wait, just did putting you do the one with the boat. Oh, okay. you better believe I did the one okay. with the boat. And I'm not t- I'm not talking Wind Waker. 
I'm talking the the DS one with the boat. Oh, yeah. Link's Awakening? Oh. Link's no, 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 no. It came out as the same time as the train. But same it was a boat. The train. What? Phantom Hourglass. I thought that you was know, the train. Yeah, Phantom Maybe Hourglass it was is a train, train and a boat. No, no, no. It's it was just a, a train. Boat train. I don't think it's a boat train. No, I, I skipped the train, skipped the Skyward Sword, skipped the Minish Cap. Played everything else. Okay. No, Spirit Tracks have, is the train. In theory. Again, in theory, I like Zelda games. The only Zelda game that I've actually finished is Wind Waker. I have I attempted to play the one that came out on the Wii, and I was like, you know what? Twilight Princess. I don't think I like Zelda games. No, <laughs> I, I bought I... the collector's edition that came with like Link's Awakening or whatever it was like super release. You know, I did play Ocarina of Time because I liked the music. Uh but other than that, I just, I can't get into, I just can't do them. I just can't. I, I want to. Like wait, Zelda is it games? like my Wind Waker experience? Yeah. Where I did the whole beginning part of the game, and then they were like, well, talk to your grandma before we leave. And I was like, I'll just leave it here. <laughs> I'm, not talking, I'm not talking to grandma. The only thing that I really like is the, hey, listen. Oh, boy. Okay. What I was going to say is I, I have... Game. I have played most Zelda games from start to finish. I've enjoyed all of them. I mm. really liked Breath of the Wild. I know everyone liked Breath of the Wild, and then there was like this weird turn where like some people then turned on Breath of the Wild and didn't like it. I felt like it was like I felt like the hate for Breath of the Wild came from like the hate of like, your favorite band blowing up and everyone liking your favorite band, and then you'll be like, "Well, mm, they're not that good." I actually like like that's what I feel with Breath of the Wild. <laughs> but I okay. That's how yeah, it felt. Yeah, that happened to me to with me. the 1979. Yep, that you're right. That that happened to me with Gen Three of Pokemon when all you little kids became high schoolers and like, I'm too cool for this game. Jerks. No, I, I I'm I think Breath of the Wild Two looks great. What I wanted to say though is, as a as somebody who enjoys Zelda, but I would not say I'm like a hardcore Zelda fan. Mm-hmm. I didn't read the lore book. I don't really care about what time zone Link is in or any of that stuff. It's fine. I He's play the game in- from. He's in Central, like I all think, good times. I think them announcing a Game & Watch, I feel bad for Zelda fans. Like, yeah, this is, this is what weird. you get this year. You get this little Game of Watch, Game & Watch with three Zelda, is it three or I think it's three Zelda games. It's three. And it's like, as a Pokemon fan, a very hardcore Pokemon fan, I feel like they give us a lot of stuff. We might not like all this stuff, but they, they shower us with merch they they sell us $600 pens, $250 skateboards. They're putting out every single plush available. If you really want that Dunsparce or that Huntail or that Gorbis plush, they got it. Um, but f- but I feel bad for Zelda fans. Like, they got to wait so long for Breath know. of the Wild 2. And this is what they give them? This little, like, are we going to get to a point where... I got the where... Mario Game & Watch, and it's really good. Yeah. I really I mean, like it. It's... You... Do you think it's we're going to cool. get to a point, though, where they put out a little Game & Watch and they just slap Pokemon Red and Blue on it? And then oh, they no, you can't. 50 you bucks can't for it? Yeah. I mean, they unless they build in trading. This is how they are going to make their money. Like, the, Zelda's the test market for Pokemon to come in and make it better. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. But they're going to reintroduce the Link Cable. You had one. Remember the Link Cable kids? I remember well, the back. Link Cable. It all comes the back to the 35th anniversary of the Link Cable is here. No, they do it through IR. Yeah. Like oh, they yeah. used to do it. Yeah. Make sure you're pointing. <laughs> do you remember having to like line up your DS with somebody else's <laughs> yes. DS and get it just right? There's. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot for Zelda fans out there that since we don't care a lot about the game we just aren't in tune with. I'm sure there's like secret Zelda merch that people talk about. I'm sure uh, Cougar Runner is making skateboards out of Zelda. I don't know what Cougar Runner yeah, is, that, but my mind that, went to a... That, that's Bear Walker's cousin, Cougar yeah, Runner. Yeah, Cougar uh, Runner. Yeah. Okay, okay. We, we got like 10 minutes left. We got 10 minutes left. Uh, so there was every everyone expected Diamond and Pearl news uh, yep, where, you know, Diamond Pearl is supposed to be in November. Uh, that was like multiple times people would come in and they'd be like, I missed the direct. What did they show for Pokemon? It was nothing. Um, I think that was a real shocker. 
Uh, I know Joe from Serebii tweeted, like, this is what they announced in 2013 and 2014 mm-hmm. and 2015. If we've learned anything in the last decade, it's that the Pokemon company is very good at destroying every pattern they've ever done. and They're, they're going to do what they want. Yeah, they're, they're going to do part. what they want. Um, so, no Pokemon news. I don't think that's like a bad thing, though. I, I, there's, I guess the like the speculation would be uh, maybe because e- last year's E3 went so bad, or not last year's, but the one before that, the Dexit one, where they announced the the you I know. I think people are 2019. I think people yeah. are are inflating the quote unquote that went bad, like. It, mm. I don't think it went that bad for them. I think that they know that Pokemon can take up 45 minutes on their own. And they're just well, going to be I, like, we'll do it later. I honestly feel, number one, Pokemon Legends Arceus isn't coming out until 2022. No, there's, okay, there's no they, way they delay these games. It was two weeks ago where they announced dates. There's no way that either of these said, games are good. Legends Arceus is coming in 2022. No, 2021. Wait, no, 2022. Yeah, we're in 2021 now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is how time works. I was like, "What year is it right now? When did this Nintendo Direct happen?" I haven't left my house in 14 months. Nintendo Direct was oriented towards games that are primarily coming out in 2021. They had to say something about Breath of the Wild because otherwise, the Zelda fans would have. Burn down the building or something. Yeah. Burn down I think the that, United States. I think the trailer and they showed was good. The other, the other thing is Diamond and Pearl is not being made by the core Pokemon com- folks that have made Pokemon games in the past. So it's de-emphasized. I don't so that's know why about that. Look, if they, can, if they have time yeah, to put new, Rog and Daga up on stage, they got time to put, uh, I don't know, the, the game with the bear Dong and the and Rampa? Yeah. If they yeah. got time to put that on stage, they got time to put Pokemon on stage. I just not, think no, that, it's not about time. No. It's just, they're, they're, it's like they're not going to focus their effort on this game that's a remake by a company that's not even being remade by the company that originally made it. So far away from the time when it's going to be released. I am still holding out hope that there's an actual nice 25th anniversary direct where they just really <laughs> celebrate <laughs> everything and give us a lot of great information. I just think that it, they, I mean, well, but they have there's a lot of the key difference, right? Yeah. There is not, there is no Zelda company international. That, that is not a thing right. that exists. But there is a Pokemon Company International that has its own marketing arm and all of those things yep. that will do their own directs yeah. and yes. those types yes. of things. I mean, if, it wasn't like they didn't have things to fill up this direct. Like, yeah, they had more they had than probably lot. people expected. Yeah. I mean, they had a lot to show. And, I mean, Pokemon has proven it can stand on its own just fine. I, I don't think, like... I think people reading things into this is is just speculation for having fun speculating. I don't think it yeah. means anything. Well, if I if hmm. I'm if I'm going to speculate, you know, this month is technically Unova month because they they've been doing this right. every they they've been doing this countdown to, you know, 25th anniversary. They started with Galar and what they're what they're doing for this for people that maybe don't follow all the Pokémon stuff is they put out a, spe- a special plush. It's a male and female Pikachu in the protagonist outfits so they've been doing that once a month in the tcg side they've been doing the big card packs so this month you can oh i forgot to go to best buy to pick up my card pack um this month you would get the ted pig snivy oshawott card pack uh and then they do a, a couple other things so next month would be Sinnoh. it would be gen 4 which is july so ideally if they were holding out on news it would make sense, but who knows? But it would make sense they would do more Diamond and Pearl news slash yeah. Arceus news during the month they're celebrating Sinnoh, which is next month. Yep. That's what yep. I think. Um, also, next month is the five-year anniversary of Pogo. Um, yep. It's Pogo Fest. I wouldn't be surprised if when they do announce a trailer 
or some more information, they also go, look, Dialga Palkia coming back to Pokemon Go. We're going to turn them shiny finally. They have been at least pretty consistent. Um, they were pretty consistent at showing up at E3, although they didn't show up this year. But they've been pretty yeah. consistent at at least lining things up with Pokemon Go and their merchandise um, stuff. So yeah, with those I mean, two things, Pokemon Go Fest and their merchandise pattern for the last however many months, uh, it, yeah. it seems very likely that next month we get that news. Yep. And also, like, the, there are other things. So, I don't know if you've been playing a lot of Pokemon Masters, but we're going through uh, region battles. So, right now we're in Johto, and the way it seems to happen is, like, a little bit over a week. So, most likely the Sinnoh battles will also hit right when July starts. Like, I think they have a lot of things timing with, with all to hit in July for Sinnoh. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't think like the lack of Pokemon news was like, it was like a, a bummer in the sense of like, oh, it, like we, that's what we expected to talk about. Like, look at the trailer. Let's analyze, you know, yeah. the 45 seconds they show. Um, I think it's, it, was, it was a, it was a bummer, but I don't think it was the end of the world. I think, nah. I think the, the direct was still nah. pretty solid. I mean, it was a good thing. Again, there's nothing, there was nothing in the direct that I thought, oh, I'm going to pre-order this. Uh, it was just a bunch of oh cool. This is a, a a solid set of games. I still don't know what the salt game that Steve was talking about. Yeah, oh, they did uh, show I, the salt <laughs> game. <laughs> what is the salt game? Operate. I don't know. The Discord will figure. It was like Operation Salt Triangle or something. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, Project Triangle Strat. No, it was something salt. What uh, are you talking about? I can't remember. It was the worst name ever. It said working title. It was really bad. Project I Triangle mean, Strategy. Right. It did yeah, not have salt in the name. Oh, <laughs> I missed remember. <laughs> this is why. This is. Did they not I, have salt? I, I, I feel like in my head, Triangle they had strategy. like two scales and they were putting salt on the scales. Is it uh, because you're salty that you don't understand what this game is about? No, I. It was. It was. It was. Uh, <laughs> Three Nations Battle for Control of the Dwindling Resources of Swalt and Iron. There we go. Uh, there we go. The Salt and Iron War. See, I it wasn't a pipe dream. I there was, if I was you like, called I knew... it Salt and Iron, I would have known what you were talking about. <sighs> boy. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> well, I think I think that's oh. it. I think I think we've we've hit our hour quota. Uh thank you everyone in chat for listening. Uh, we were maybe debating about taking questions, but it took us way too long to get this set up and running. But now that we have it up and running, um, the next time we do this, uh, we should be able to like bring other people up on stage, uh, and you guys can like participate and ask questions mm -hmm. and stuff. So we'll plan that for next time. Uh, and then in the events channel of our discord, we'll have, um, those events scheduled out so you can like get a reminder for them, but our we plan didn't talk about smash. <gasps> No, that was purposely on my agenda not to talk about Smash. <laughs> I've never uh, but, played Smash. I've never played Tekken. There but I go. think I th with with Pokemon Go Fest coming up, I think it would be a great opportunity to use the stage feature to after the after we all do our Go Fest to spend mm -hmm. the evening just doing a quick chat and then the next day for day two because obviously day one and day two will be very different. Um, and usually by the time the podcast comes up, it's like we're so exhausted at that point. Um, so I think doing the live podcast like right after GoFest uh, when we're all in person and stuff will be like really fun to do. So yeah, we almost had a hundred people here on our first Yay! Uh, cool. Discord stage thing. So thank you for hanging out. Thank you for Discord for <laughs> partnering to, with us. You need to stop putting the thing on it. It is the Discord stage feature. Discord stage feature. <laughs> yeah. What did I say? Discord stage thing. Discord stage thing. I'm I'm trademarking that. I love the Discord. The D the DST. DST. The D well Daylight thank you, Saving DST. Time. Um, Daylight Saving Time is already taken. DST is already a thing. I love the Discord stage thing. Uh if you're new to our Discord, welcome. Uh I will take off slow mode in general. But thank you guys for hanging out. If you have any questions, feedback, or anything, my DMs are open. Um thank What's you so much. Mode? And uh, we will. Uh, oh, we'll it's a Discord thing, Greg. Yeah, Don't a worry. Thing. Okay. It's a Discord thing. Anyways, goodbye. Goodbye.